You know, friend, sometimes when we get to the end of the week of these broadcasts, I'm a little saddened because I'm having too much fun. There's something about just talking to fellow Christians, talking with fellow Christians, talking about things of Christ, talking about that good old book, the Bible. I appreciate so much each and every one of you that tune in to Bible Tract Echoes. You mean so much to us. You say, hold up a minute. Are you really talking about me? Yes. If you're listening right now, you mean so much to us. The fact that you would invest your time. I, I know many of you, you de donate to our ministry. You give financially. Some, you give that widow's might. You give what you can. It's not about equal gifts. It's about equal sacrifice. But those of you that are just lending your time right now, I hope we make good on your investment. I think if you've listened to the past week or two of broadcasts, I think you'll find that by God's grace and for his glory, we have, we've been listening to, we've been hearing Austin Marriott's adoption story. Now, Austin, to kind of refresh people's memory, tell us if you would a little bit about your position here at BTI. And really, it's amazing. Two years sounds like a long time and a short time all at the same time. So tell us, what do you do at BTI? Uh, yeah, so I have the privilege to uh, be on staff at BTI. I'm the operations manager and uh, basically have the responsibility to run everything while Brother McCurry travels. I think is the, I think it's it sounds more robust probably than it truly is, but I think that's just the easiest way to describe it. Well, I think I'll jump in for a moment. When you were describing, it was probably early last week, all the different hats you wear, I, ha I would hazard a guess that there's a lot of people listening that don't have didn't have any clue not necessarily out of willful ignorance but didn't have any clue of what goes on behind the scenes right um i think i think because i've gotten the sense because people have told me you guys are really busy over there that people have thought that we're just you know sitting around in office by a phone and waiting for it to ring and then put some tracks in boxes and then going home for the day it's a little bit more than that and you bear the brunt of that yeah and uh it's 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 a, an amazing experience i i really enjoy it I love interacting with you, uh, the tracked users, uh, those who have trusted Christ, and we interact with you on the discipleship side of things, trying to f help you find a good local church for you to be a part of. I just there's so many aspects and, and, and facets of this ministry that I, I really, really enjoy uh, getting to communicate with people, donors who have a love for the gospel, track users who have a love to get the gospel out. And those who trust Christ, who are just wanting to know what's next. Uh, just everyone, very, very f rarely do we interact with someone that it's not as fun if they yeah. have a problem or something like that. Absolutely. But, but the, the vast majority of who we interact with are just people who have a burden and a love for God. Well, it's just, just thinking about that for a moment. How many, cause you could make the case that a lot of what we do is customer service centric. It has that kind of feel to it. I've worked customer service jobs previously. When I was a teenager, I worked at a jewelry store. I worked at a grocery store, worked in these different types of things. I did some general contracting. Uh, it's just some, I was the grunt laborer. I was not the guy running the job. But there's sometimes when you deal with situations where the customer is not happy with you. At BTI, that is so rarely ever the case. Basically, we get to come to work and know that 99.9% .9 of all of our interactions are positive and they're all Christ honoring. They, they're lifting him up. We talk to someone on the, on the phone. We don't begrudge that. The fact that we get to praise God with somebody and we all have a similar goal. It, it's so amazing to me. And, and you in the office, you get to experience that on a daily basis. Right. No, it is. It's incredible. And uh, so we, we handle all the track fulfillment, track ordering, 
the financial aspect of the company, making sure that we are the ministry, I should say, making sure that uh, lights stay on, making sure tracks are getting printed. Uh, we also uh, handle the custom side of things, dealing and interacting with churches and people who uh, would like tracks customized for their church. We also deal with all the foreign correspondence and, and those types of things and just kind of overseeing all that, making sure everything's continuing to progress, enabling and allowing Brother McCurry to be on the road as much as possible to get the word out there to people about what we do and to raise the funds so that we can continue to do what we do. And uh, it's just amazing to see how God has provided and supplied in these last two years and enabled us to just put out millions and millions of gospel tracks. And speaking of God's provision, there's so many different avenues we could take. Now, we're going to have to do another week sometime in the, in the near future, just diving deep into the nitty gritty of the new building and all of these different types of things we're working on, the, the, the new technological endeavors and things like that. But we've been talking about your adoption story and give people the, the Reader's Digest version, maybe in a minute, minute and a half, those that haven't listened so far, that just bring them up to speed on where we're at with that. But then, then let's make some application off of the story that God has given you. And you've already mentioned how all of us have a similar story, meaning we have an amazing story of God's grace. Some of us may never see it until eternity, but we all have that. But what are some other application points we could make after we give a quick recap? Yeah, so um, talking about my story, uh, adopted at the 18 hours old, straight from the hospital, going to a family, that Christian family, uh, growing up in church and uh, serving God now for over 20 years. And it's just exciting uh, that I had that opportunity, but also learning about my heritage of my uh, paternal and maternal uh, side of things. Paternal grandfather being a uh, Bible-believing preacher, my maternal grandfather being an evangelist. Uh, just it's incredible to learn all these things. And then uh, getting to meet my paternal grandfather and now have a relationship with him. Learning of the, 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 the 12,000 plus prayers that he prayed for me when God laid on his heart to when you find a dime, and I'd, I'd implore you, please go back and listen to the uh, archive broadcasts if you haven't heard the whole story, because there's so much more to that. Uh, I hate to to even give you just a, a one minute, because it just seems so uh, trite compared to what actually took place. Uh, but uh, he prayed for me through my whole life, not, never even knowing who I was. And uh, it's just amazing and incredible uh, just to, again, think about God's perspective. You know, I'm reminded, uh, Micah, about story that I tell when many times when I preach this testimony. Uh, I tell this story as an illustration. To me, it's just such a perfect picture. I love illustrations because it just paints a picture of the principle that you're trying. It's it's like the Lord did with parables. Mm -hmm. And this story is of a of a grandmother, and uh, she was uh, she she liked to, her needlepoint. And would sit on the couch and work on her needlepoint. And she had a grandson that would come over and play. And he was young, probably four years old, maybe five. And he'd play with his toys on the on the floor of the living room while Grandma would do her work. And one day he was playing and she was working on a rather large piece. And he would look up at it from the ground and all he would see is jumbled thread. He'd see beautiful colors, reds and yellows and oranges and blues and greens and just all different shades, but just nothing made sense. Just threads left and right and over and under and in and out and just, just a complete jumbled just mess. And as he would look up, he would think, you know, what is she doing? Why is it so... It's just chaos. And finally, as he's playing, his, his curiosity got the best of him, and he said, Grandma, what are you doing? 
it looks so confusing. And she said, just, just wait, just give me some time and I will show you what I'm doing. Be patient. So he'd go back and play. And you know, as little boys, they're, they are not patient. And so again, within a few minutes, grandma, what are you doing? This makes, it just doesn't make sense. This is just a jumbled mess. It's, it's chaos. He had a very intelligent <laughs> vocabulary for a young man. And uh, grandma looks down and again, just, just wait, just wait, be patient. I'll, I'll show you in just a minute. Again, he just just is belligerent about it. Grandma, this doesn't make you're wasting your time. Why are you doing this? All those threads, nothing. It doesn't look like anything. And finally, she says, "You know what? You, you need to come up here." And he climbs up the climbs up onto the couch, climbs into her lap, and he looks down at one of the most beautiful sunrises he's ever seen. A picture. And that so vividly to me paints the picture of God. We're the little boy. God is painting a masterpiece of our life. And we're down here looking up at, from our perspective, looking up and it's a jumbled mess. It's chaos. And we pray and we ask, God, what are you doing? Why why is this working this way? Why is this happening? None of this makes sense. I don't understand. And God... Just as graciously as the grandmother looks down and says, just be patient. Just wait. I'll show you, but just wait. And we as a human, as a little kid, are impatient. God, this doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Why is this happening to me? Just wait. Just be patient. And then the moment comes, the time when God allows, and you can get up and see it from his perspective, from his point of view. And it's a beautiful masterpiece. You know, I don't know if you've ever been in an airplane and flown. And if you have flown, I don't know if you've ever flown in a storm. When you take off in a storm, it's raining. There's thunder. There's lightning. There's wind. Horrible. Not fun. But as you go up into the storm, and as you get above the storm, when you break through those clouds, it's an incredible thing. The sun is shining bright. It's almost like perfect peace. So many times that's what's going on in our life. There's a storm brewing on our side. And from our perspective, like the little boy, we're looking up and nothing makes sense. Why is this happening? Our human minds can't comprehend it. Our, 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 our friends, our playmates that are playing with us look and say, yeah, it makes no sense to me either. Our finite minds cannot comprehend. But if we can get to the position where we can see it from his perspective, from God's perspective, we can see the masterpiece. We can see how Romans 8.28, as we mentioned before, all things work together for good. You know, in the story that I told, I talked about in 2008 as a senior in college, engaged to be married, that my mom went home to be with her Lord after battling cancer. It was a hard time. It was a difficult time. There were so many times that I questioned, God, why? God, why, why couldn't she stay living until my wedding? God, I wanted her to be a part of my children's life. All these questions that you ask when you go through a dark valley. Looking back now, some 14 years later, being able to understand and, and realize how God has used that situation for me to help others. Just in this past year, there's been a a family super close to me 
my godchildren, that lost their dad. He went home to be with the Lord after battling COVID. And I've been able to be an impact and influence in their life, understanding, having empathy with what they've been through and what they're going through because of what I went through. And maybe you're going through something that, yeah, makes no sense. From your perspective, it's a chaotic mess. But just trust God. Lean on Him. He'll give you the strength to get through it. He's never given you anything that you are not able to carry if you lean on Him. He'll give you that strength. Trust Him today. If you don't know Him, if you don't trust Him, we'd love for you to reach out to us. The announcer will be on in just a moment to tell you how you can get a hold of us. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.